Hi, Mama. I'm so excited to be here with you today, as always. And today we're wrapping up our series. It's been a long one on how to be a peaceful mom and what that looks like and what are the things that are getting in the way of this. And today we have our final episode on it. And I want to talk about calling again and talk about stepping into purpose because I I think that sometimes when we are not listening to God's call, we're not taking steps towards this purpose, this can steal our peace. Uh, We feel discontent with life. We feel stuck. We feel overwhelmed and consumed with things that that feel like they don't matter. And when we add this piece of, um, you know, something else that God's calling us to, because I do want to remind you, we're all also called to be mothers and wives and daughters of God. But, you know, we're talking about this calling outside of the home that a lot of us have. And when we're not pursuing even just steps towards um, that peace, then the rest can kind of feel um, boring. It can feel like an obligation, like a burden. And when you add this this piece of stepping towards this other part of your calling, it can really change the whole way that you see everything, This that you see the other parts of your calling. And so I want to talk about what that looks like to to begin to move in that direction, to begin to take some steps towards that way. Before we hop in real quick, we start the Academy tomorrow. Tomorrow, it's happening. Oh my gosh, I couldn't be more excited. I can't believe it's here. Oh my goodness. And I do, I have one more announcement that um, about it and kind of about all of Morning Mama, whether you're doing coaching or the Academy, is God this year, uh, the word that he gave me for this year is justice. And this is really when I was creating this podcast and this business, this was a big thing that was on my heart, but I didn't understand how it fully fit in. And I still don't, but I know that God is calling me to take a step in that direction. Justice uh, is really something that's always been big on my heart. The whole reason I became a therapist is because I learned about sex trafficking and you know, I just wanted to do something about it. And so I, God took me on this long journey and became a therapist, now a podcaster and a coach. It's been a long journey, but but it's always been so big on my heart. And so I, I know that is a part of what God is calling me to. And so I want to begin by giving this business to that, giving a portion of it to that. And so I've decided that 10% of all Everything that Morning Mama brings in is going to go to Hope Haven. So Hope Haven is a ministry, uh, a nonprofit organization, really, that my church has started. And it's really, its goal is to impact the foster system and really even change the, the, the dynamics of it. Uh, we are building, buying houses in the area and, you know, hopefully expanding in the future. And we are going to help pay for people's housing so that they can become foster parents, become uh, create a foster home and bring in kids. And so I am so passionate about foster kids and foster families and, and the whole system. And so I am so excited to get to like everything that comes in. I get to pour some of it out into this ministry, into this nonprofit. And I'm really excited for it. And I'm excited too, just to see how God continues to unpack this word for me this year of justice and what else this can look like. Because I know this is only the beginning, but I, I wanted to take that first step and I felt God just calling me and leading me this way. So I am pumped. And, you know, as I've been really 
crafting the academy and reflecting on, you know, what, where I'm taking people and where, where God has really called me to take people, uh, I went back to this verse that was kind of the roots of Morning Mama. And it just reminded me of this vision that really is what I'm trying to do within the academy. And so I just wanted to share it with you today. This is from 2 Corinthians 6, 11 through 13. This is the message version. And it says, I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide open, spacious life. We didn't fence you in the smallness you feel comes from within you. Your life isn't small, but you're living it in a small way. I'm speaking as plainly as I can with great affection. Open up your life. Live openly and expansively. And this is just what I believe God is calling you to, this wide open life where where you're running in freedom and you're running in purpose and you're not bogged down by all of this stuff that gets in your way, like anxiety and depression and overwhelm and fears and inadequacy and conflict and all of these things that can get in the way. And I want to help you learn to do this, learn to throw all of that off so that you can run in this way that God calls us to. And life, I'm not promising your life is going to be perfect. God, God doesn't promise us that. But I believe that when we learn to do our rhythms right with God, when we walk through this healing journey, and I'm going to give you tools for that, and we're going to do the work with God and with each other. And when you do that, then then life gets so much better. It, it is this wide open, spacious life. Like, you know, I still struggle at times with anxiety. I still struggle with thoughts of depression sometimes. Sometimes I feel super overwhelmed and bogged down, but those are moments. It used to, it used to totally cover my life. It was how I would describe how I was doing on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. That That's where I was. No longer is that true. Like I have these moments, but I know the way out every time. I know how to run back to God with that. I know how to use these tricks to, you know, work with God and my brain to get out of those places that I was stuck in. And so I want to teach that to you. I want to show you what it looks like to walk in this freedom. And so make sure if God has put it on your heart, if you want this this life, if you want to learn these rhythms of how to do this life with God, make sure you're in the academy. I know it's a commitment, a time, money, focus, attention all of these things. It's a commitment and you're a busy mom. But I believe that if it's on your heart, God is calling you to it. And that means he has something for you in it. And so don't make any more excuses. Go have the conversations you need to have and jump into the academy. You can, if you haven't been there, you can go find out more information at morningmamaacademy.gr8, the number eight.com morningmamaacademy.gr8.com. It's also linked in the show notes. So I'm just excited. (laughs) I'm excited. You probably heard me talk endlessly about this for these past weeks. It's just because this is what God has asked me to do. And I know that when he asks us to do something, he's going to show up in a mighty, mighty way. So I cannot wait. I hope that you'll join us. Please send any questions over if you just want clarity on something. If you have concerns, like please send me a message on anything. You can email me, Facebook, Instagram. I check Instagram, even though I'm not on it much. Uh, but I will check it. So wherever is best for you, send me a message and I would love to help you take that next step. Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited for this topic today too. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. 
Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama, I'm excited. Today is one of my favorite topics, and it just lights me up, like thinking about you all stepping further into this calling that God has for you. And, you know, you're called to be amazing mothers and amazing wives and daughters of the King, but there's there's often something else that God is calling you to, to make an impact on the, the bigger world with the gifts that you were given, with the, the passions that God has placed on your heart. And so I want to, to teach you how to begin stepping into that. We talked about kind of uh, how to identify what that calling might be, and that can be a longer journey for sure. We'll continue those conversations, but today I just want to touch on a few things of like kind of how to take your next step. If you have an inkling about like what that what that thing might be, what that that bigger vision, that picture is of where you think God is calling you to, what do you do from there? Like how do you even begin with that? And you know, in the in our Facebook group this week, and if you're not in our Facebook group, I hope that you jump in. You can jump into it at bit.ly, that's bit.ly slash Morning Mama Facebook group. And it's just a great place to, to get to know each other, to uh, just have community while you're on this healing journey. So make sure you're in there. And one of the questions I asked this week is, you know, kind of just supposed to be like a fun, silly question, but I had a secret purpose behind it, <laughs> is that I, I asked them like what they would do if money didn't matter. If they didn't have to think about that, what would they do for a career or for a living? And there's so many different amazing answers. And it really excited me because I believe that those things aren't just silly. I believe that those things point you to what God might be calling you to. They point to the gifts inside of you. They point to the passions inside of you. And, you know, maybe you have it a little bit off. Like, I think we never have full clarity until we're really walking into what God is calling us to. But they often are this picture that God wants us to follow and not ignore. Like, I, th- I think that's an important question that we should all ask in our lives is if we didn't have to worry about money, what would we do? And I know money is a real reality. Like, and an if you have heard me talk, like I'm all about financial responsibility. And, uh, you know, if this is a struggle for you, Dave Ramsey is amazing. And I, you know, he is, yeah, follow him. (laughs) But I, I fully believe that's what God calls us to. But I also believe that God is the God of the impossible. And often when we are faithful and we, you know, pursue financial responsibility and we tithe, God is going to make a way for us to step into this calling that he has for us. Like I, before, I got married, you know, I was just single and living on my own. And I, you know, didn't have a lot of money. I had actually student debt and I really felt God calling me to a certain grad school and it was not a cheap one. And I just doubted that so much because I really wanted to be financially responsible and really like what I didn't mind even go against what Dave Ramsey says, but I just felt like God had me, like he, he made it very clear, like this was the school I needed to go to. And, you know, I, I, went for it after he made it abundantly clear. And I was just so worried though. I did not want to be in debt and living out of debt for a long time. 
but God had plans. He called me there for a reason, knowing that he was going to provide for me. And one of the ways he provided is I got this like crazy big stipend that paid for a huge chunk of my schooling. Um, and it felt like an impossibility at the time because most people that get it like have to be bilingual. And sadly, I am not. But I got it. And it was such a miracle. Um, and I am just blown away still to this day that that happened. And then, you know, the series of other events happened as well. And, you know, praise God, I am debt free. God is so good. So God will make a way, you know, it might not be the right timing. We'll talk about that, but he will make a way. If there's something he is calling you to, he will provide for you. You, you must use wisdom, right? Um, like as you do this financial responsibility, tithing wisdom, you have to do all that, but, but God will make a way. So what I'm saying is don't give up on that dream. I want you to look at that dream. You know, if, if you weren't one to answer it in the Facebook group, I want you to think right now, like if you didn't have to do anything, if you didn't have to worry about money, what would you be doing? Get that answer. And if, if you don't know, pause this and think about it and just start praying about that. Asking God to, to give you better clarity over it, give you um, just ideas about what that can look like and how to even get there. And again, we're going to talk about that part. So once you have that idea, once you know you have some confidence and you think, okay, I think this is what God is calling me to, here are three things to, to move in that direction. So first of all, before you go leaping into that future and you're like, this is it, this is the thing, calling will always come with confirmation. So a great example I've heard of this that I just think stands out so perfectly is if you feel like you are called to be a singer and you believe this is the, the calling that God has for you and this is everything you're going to do and it's going to be amazing, but no one else thinks you're a good singer and, and, and you just feel like oh, no one else just knows my talent, then it's probably not your calling. I like that example because it's so clear, right? Like there, you know, you, we can all learn to be better singers, but you got to have some skills. And some of us just don't have those skills. I am one of them. <laughs> don't listen to me sing. <laughs> But your calling is always going to come with confirmation. And if you are that person, like maybe really it is for you that is singing and, you know, no one else sees that in you, it might be that you've, you've gotten off somewhere. Maybe maybe your calling is to produce music. Maybe your calling is to write music and not, not sing it. You know, th- there could be something in that. So don't ignore it. Don't just toss it aside, but just dig a little bit deeper and, and uh, ask God to show you what is in that for you. But anytime that it is our calling, it's going to come with confirmation. This is going to be that the thing that people come to us for. Like, what are people coming to you for? What are they asking you advice in? What are they asking you for help in? Like, what are those things? Because the, that can be the confirmation you need. Like, And then even asking people the question, like, what am I good at? What do you see in me? That can be really helpful if you if you have no idea, you know, if you're just beginning this journey, even if that question I said, like, you know, what what would you do if you had no money and you have no idea even where to begin? It could be helpful to to ask that question to people. Like, what do you see in me? What am I good at? And so if you haven't gotten that confirmation, just press into God. Ask him to, to reveal it to you. Ask him to show you. He, he will be faithful to do that. He will show you. Wait in expectation. Pray in expectation. He will show up. And ask people around you as well. And I just really think this can be such a journey. It's not like a one-stop shop. Like, you know, uh, this year I've, I've shared about how I've just stepped further into this, this other, when I say calling, I mean you know, calling outside of the home. We're called to the other, these other things, but this kind of calling. So just know that so I don't have to say it every time. 
but I was stepping further into my calling to this calling and purpose that God had for me. And I, I didn't fully have a picture of what it looked like. Like even the idea of podcasting just sounded ridiculous and crazy. And here we are. And, you know, as I've been doing it, more and more clarity has been coming. But I, I just never, you know, would have guessed this would have been the route. And, you know, as I've been trying to grow in my leadership, just both, you know, in this realm, as well as in, in the church, I've been reading some leadership books. And I was reading one by John Maxwell, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. It's so great. If you want to grow in your leadership, I highly recommend it. But there was a chapter that talked about um, kind of self-assessment of like what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. And he he said to, to have the people that you lead assess you because so often we can't see clearly. And so I like terrifyingly did it. Like I was so scared just because, you know, I always am struggling with this fear of inadequacy. And so to, to be proved that it was scary, but I knew these were encouraging people. So I asked my, the, the girls in my connect group to, to rate me on these different categories. And my husband asked him as well. And I was so surprised by the results. So first of all, it was pretty much unanimous of the people that answered. And one of the big things that stood out is they all ranked me high in vision. And this surprised me. It was like something that I always wanted to be good at. Like, I love the idea of vision and big picture thinking. And, but I, I, somehow I didn't know I was good at it. I didn't know that it was a strength. I actually thought I was bad at it. <laughs> so I was like so excited and surprised to hear them say that because it was like a desire, but I, I, I just didn't see it clearly. And that's something to keep in mind as you're going through this journey is so often the things that we are gifted and the things that we're good at are things we take for granted. We just assume that everyone's good at it. We just assume it comes naturally for everyone. And so that's why we can have these blinders to it. So it's really important to get other people's feedback. And so I was so shocked and excited by that. And then the other part, which is equally as funny, is that I think the other category was planning or something like that. They they rated me lower in <laughs> And it's so funny because I thought I was great at planning, like, because I love thinking big. I love thinking about the future, but I, I didn't realize that when I was doing that, it was the big picture vision and not like the details of the execution. And so, for example, like in our connect group, you know, we always have great conversations, but there's always more that I want to do. I'm like, wait, we didn't get to this and this. Like, there's always just like this hunger for more because I have this big vision, but the planning and, and making the little details happen isn't always my strong suit. And so when they said that, you know, my, my fear was that I would just feel so inadequate if, if they sh- shared my weaknesses. But actually, I felt kind of relieved because I was like, oh, this makes sense. This is why I struggle with this and this. And, and it just felt like, okay, I can actually kind of release that in a way. Like, I need to strengthen it, but I also don't have to be perfect at it. And, and now I understand, like, what is happening. And I was, you know, more excited that I had the strength that I had always desired, So pray for that confirmation, ask God to show you, and I know he's going to show up. So once you have an idea, uh, just something else I want to remind you is that, you know, God's timing is different than our timing. So we often have this, this, these imaginations that create all of these ideas for the future. And, you know, there might be something that God is calling you to in that, but it doesn't mean that it's for right now. And so keep that in mind as you're going through this process is, these dreams, they're great and, and God doesn't want to shut them down, but that might be for later. However, 
however later that is, God does want you to begin to take steps. And so that's number two is figure out what it looks like after you receive that confirmation. Like what does it look like to begin to take small steps to begin the work to do this now? And this is so essential. I think often we get so caught up in these grandiose ideas of what we could do and starting this big thing or, you know, being an author, like just these big, big picture things and they're great. But we, we don't see and we don't take time to look at how to get to that place. Like it doesn't just happen overnight. It doesn't just uh, happen because we've dreamed it. Like we have to do the hard work of, of mapping it out to get there. And I think we often let these dreams die because we're like, well, it's not happening. I guess that wasn't for me, you know, and they, you just give up and roll over. But if this is a dream that God has planted on your heart and he has confirmed it, you cannot give this up. This is a call that God has for you. This is something that you need to fill so that people can find hope and freedom and uh, God's goodness. And th- th- as you bring your gifts, you're going to glorify him. So right now, take some time. Look at that big picture vision. What is a step that that you can take in that direction? You know, if you do dream of being like a best-selling author someday, I love that. I support that. I champion that. I'm with you in that. I want to I want to write books too. But first, we have to begin writing, right? Like we can't just one day have a, a novel ready and it's great. So what is something that you can do today to begin that journey? Can you set aside time weekly to to do your writing? Maybe you can join a writing class because just because it's a gift and a call doesn't mean that you don't need to practice it and doesn't mean you can't learn about it uh, and grow in that skill. Like all of these things we need to grow in and God develops them in us. Or maybe it's it's starting a blog and, you know, putting yourself out there and, and just answering this call, it, it's, it might not look like you expect it to. It might not look like that big dream you had. Like I, I've shared with you before that I, you know, before this podcast, I started a blog and I, you know, because I, I knew I've, since I was a little kid, I wanted to write and, you know, I still have that, that call. I feel like God wants me to write a book someday. It's just not the time now, but I knew that was there. And I knew that God was calling me to put my voice out there more for him. I didn't realize it was through podcasting, but you know, I started this blog and you know, the people that read it were, were very encouraged. Like they, you know, I, they got stories of how it impacted them and that was so moving and encouraging. And so there was, you know, my confirmation that, okay, like I'm on the right track. Like this is a gift that God has for me, but you know, it didn't, explode overnight. Like, you know, in some ways this podcast has, and that is very rare. This blog, it did not, it, it, you know, I had my family and my friends reading it and I was honored by that big time, but it wasn't like this overnight success explosion and everyone was reading and it was getting tweeted and, you know, all the things that happen on social media. I don't even know what they are, but I didn't allow it to discourage me and I didn't allow it to slow me down. I mean, I ended up taking a big pivot. Uh, writing blog posts was very difficult for me because <laughs> I over edit and I, you know, I do as I'm, I feel like, you know, hopefully this year I'm going to begin writing again, 
hopefully begin writing a book. I'm still waiting for God to kind of confirm that and lead me. But, you know, I need to begin practice writing again. I kind of have left that to the side, though, you know, even I was realizing today as I've been writing the content for this podcast, this is a form of writing. You know, I'm not making it all pretty on paper, but I'm writing the the content and practicing what it looks like to to, to craft a message. And oh my gosh, am I learning so much as I've practiced like uh, as I've practiced my writing, as I've practiced putting my voice out there, I'm gaining so much more clarity over over what God has placed in me and what he's calling me to say. And, you know, I still don't have perfect clarity. It's, it's this ongoing journey me and God are taking. And so you've got to start moving. Clarity comes from moving. You're going to get, you're going to have to practice these skills to, to get to this place God is calling you to. And so begin that journey. What does it look like? How can you take a few small steps today? Okay, and then the third one. This is really important. It's kind of, uh, you know, something you probably have heard and rehearsed, but it's really essential. And it is to throw off excuses. Now, I feel like we have to talk about this because there is always going to be excuses. Always. Like, there is always, there's never going to be a perfect time. There's never going to be this like bright, shining, glimmering road right in front of you saying, it's time now, it's time. Let's go this way. Like, let's do this. So we've got to to not let these excuses cloud our vision and not let our, these excuses cloud us, stop us, slow us down from taking these steps. You know, I, going back again to when I started my blog, I, I for a long time had this thought, you know, I think that one of the biggest excuses we can make is we don't have enough time. And I, I had that, I was like, how in the world am I going to have time for this? Like, I have all these things to do. I have to, you know, take care of my kid and clean and cook and do this, these things for church and all of this. But then I heard somewhere, if you just can set aside five hours a week, five hours, you know, maybe that's waking up early. Maybe that's staying up a little bit late. Maybe it's a nap time, like five hours a week to dedicate to this goal that you have, this, this thing that God is calling you to, to moving in that direction, just five hours. You can make a ton of progress in five hours. And so that was like the kick in the butt that I needed to just be like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like I'm, I'm not going to wait anymore. This, you know, this not enough time thing can go on forever. It's never going to get better. Like it's, this is our life. It is always going to be crazy, especially in this world that we live in that is constantly asking us for more. And I mean, you do want to pray before you make like a big commitment to something and make sure it's the right season. But there's always some some small steps that we can take, some some movement that we can take. It doesn't have to be these big commitments. It might not be the season for that, but you got you got to start moving. So that's my encouragement to you you know, write down right now, write down the excuses that you have. Not enough time. I'm too tired. I'm not good enough. Like, what are the things? uh, How am I ever going to do this? Write all of them down and then pray over them. Take them to God and ask him what he thinks. And even, you know, hop into the Facebook group and see if that we can help you with shifting your mindset or strategizing some ways to get you more time. You know, I always talk about Chelsea Joe and her podcast, Systemize Your Life, and she has some really great ways. She, she really speaks to work from home moms. And so she has some really great strategies to help get you more time so that you can you know, be with your kids, be at home, be taking care of the house, but also have time to pursue these things God is calling you to. So she's a great person if you want to strategize how to get some more time into your day. 
But whatever excuse is there, whatever excuse is stopping you, there's there's something to say about it. There, we can't let excuses win and I we can talk through any of them. So bring them to the Facebook group. I'm sure if you have that, that limiting belief that someone else is going to have that as well. And so let's talk through it as a group and try and get you to ready to take some action. And really, I believe that even as you begin to take these steps, these little steps, it's going to bring more peace to you. You know, we're talking about being a peaceful mom and I just think that it colors everything when we step into this this purpose because it's like this this thing inside of you and you're ignoring it and you're not you know paying attention to it you're not growing it but you feel it there and so when we just keep ignoring it it can steal our peace it can make us resentful about what we have to do like oh gosh I have to take the care of the kids again I'm I'm stuck at home that's that's my job that's all I have to do you know, or even the opposite, maybe you're at work and you want to be a stay at home mom. And, you know, all you can see is this negative perspective of, oh, this work and this job. But once you find ways to take these little steps into it, it can, it can make everything different. So maybe you'll see that job now and think, wow, this is helping me provide an income that's going to help fuel this dream I have. Or this is teaching me skills that I know I'm going to need down the road, even though, you know, this this job isn't what I want to do. There's these two things I'm doing and learning that are actually going to help me step into this calling eventually because I'm growing in these areas, even if that's discipline. I mean, any kind of calling, we just talked about it, takes discipline. And so if you're going to a job that is a struggle that you do not want to do every day and you are choosing to do it with faithfulness and excellence, that is really building steadfastness in you, really building that that muscle of discipline. And that is going to serve you so well for that calling. So when this is what I found too, like once I started beginning uh, doing the blogging or even stepping into leadership at church, it, it kind of scratched this itch inside of me that I had been ignoring. And it, it helped me to see my parenthood in a different way. Like I no longer felt kind of stuck. I was like, oh my gosh, I love time with my kids now. So don't ignore that feeling. Don't ignore that call on your life. Take some steps forward, mama. Let me pray for you. God, I thank you for the call that you have placed on every single one of these mamas. I thank you that you've crafted us each individually with different gifts and passions, God, and that you have something that you want us to do in the world, God, to change lives or something in our homes that you want us to do differently, God. And I just thank you for that call on each of these lives, God. I thank you that uh, you're making it clear, God. I just pray for more clarity, God, more vision, more uh, just confirmation of what you've placed inside of them, Lord. And I just pray that you would show them the steps to walk, God. Where do you want them to begin? What does that look like, Lord? And I just pray that you would uh, just download to them these next steps. Download where you want their feet to walk. Download what you want them to say yes to and also what you want them to say no to. God, thank you that you're guiding us and leading us and that you will never leave us, God, that we just have to keep leaning into your voice and keep leaning into trust, God, and you will show us the way you want us to walk, God, and we can trust you with that. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Love you, mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. 
I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.